you guys. I hope y'all are doing well. My name is Kendria Shanae, and today I wanted to come and share a message. Okay, I want to share a message titled Released. So within this message, I'm going to be speaking from Acts chapter 16. All right. So within the beginning of this chapter, we see that Paul and Silas were traveling from town to town. And the scripture says that in verse five, so the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Okay. So Paul and Silas were traveling from town to town and they were encouraging the believers. They were strengthening people in the faith and the church was growing day by day right so they were doing the work of the lord verse 7 reveals that as they were doing this as they were going about doing what god had told them to do that they came to a place where they were a little restricted they verse 7 says when they came to the border of messiah they travel they tried to enter bethania but the spirit of jesus would not allow them to Verse 8 says, So they passed by Messiah and went down to Troas. So Paul and Silas were going about traveling, doing what God had called them to do, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. But at, when they arrived to a certain place, they were restricted. The spirit of Jesus wouldn't let them into that place. But they didn't let that stop them. They carried on and they continued to do the work of the Lord. They just went down to Troas, right? And the word says in verse 9, During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready to at once to leave from Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So their intro as Paul had a vision of a man, you know, calling them to come to Macedonia. Paul and Silas responded at once. They responded promptly and they realized that the Lord was calling them to that place to share the good news there. So when they got there, I'm getting somewhere, just stick with me. <laughs> when they got there, Paul and Silas, it says that they traveled to Philippi. Philippi is a Roman colony in the leading city of that district of Macedonia. Okay, so they went to Macedonia, the place they were called to, and specifically within they went to Philippi, okay? Within Philippi, they encountered a woman. They encountered a woman named Lydia. And the word says that, verse 14, it says, one of those listening was a woman from the city of Thyatira named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. 
All right, so basically, when they went to Philippi, they ran into, they were, you know, they were spreading the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they ran into Lydia, okay? Lydia accepted their message. She responded to Paul's, you know, message of the good news, Jesus Christ, and she and her household were baptized, Okay, and as a response, Lydia invited them to stay with her. All right, so verse 16 says, once we were, once we were going to a place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had the spirit by which she predicted the future. Okay, so... Paul and Silas, a lot of people are familiar with this part of scripture, but Paul and Silas then were going to prayer, right? And they ran into this girl who had the spirit of divination. She was over here fortune telling, right? And so Paul became annoyed by the demon within her and commanded it to come out. So he delivered this girl really from that tormenting spirit um, and though they were doing the work of the Lord and what they did was right by casting out that demon from the girl, everyone was not pleased by them doing so. Okay. So verse 19 says, when her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. So they, the owners of this girl who had the slave spirit, the spirit of divination, they were upset that Paul and Silas delivered her. They were upset that she no longer had this spirit of fortune telling. Of divination they wanted to use her as as a like a psychic to profit off of her so when they delivered this girl the owners were mad and they tried to retaliate they sent Paul and Silas to the marketplace to face the authorities and claimed they said, they brought them before the magistrates and said, these men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for our Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in and attacked Paul and Silas and the, and the magistrates, magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When they received these orders, they put them in the inner circle and fastened their feet in the stocks. All right, so this all started because Paul and Silas delivered this girl. This all started because Paul and Silas were doing the work of the Lord. This started because Paul and Silas did what God called them to do. 
Others were upset about it because they thought it was going to negatively affect them. They did not perceive the situation accurately. They did not perceive the situation as God did. So they tried to retaliate and confine Paul and Silas. And they lied on them. They said that they were doing things that were unlawful. Well, they said that they were Jews and that they were doing something that was unlawful for the Romans to accept or practice. So they were thrown in jail. A lot of us know what happened there. When Paul and Silas, you know, they were in confinement. They were praying and praising God. At midnight, there was an earthquake. All the doors opened. They were released, right? It happened after they were praying and praising God. So God intervened and released them from the place that they should not have been in. God intervened and released them from a place of confinement. A place of unjust treatment. A place of them being surrounded by the wrong people, places, and things. God opened up the doors so they could be released. And then we know, you know, what ended up happening next, Paul and Silas ended up ministering to the prison guard. And he ended up getting saved and his whole household ended up getting saved. They all got baptized. So God really used Paul and Silas' place of confinement for good. Because God knows how to turn, God knows how to work all things together for good, right? According to his purpose. So that's what ended up happening. The prison guard and his family ended up getting saved. Paul and Silas were able to be released. But this this is something that I also want to point out. Verse 35 says, When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order release those men okay the magistrates sent the officers to the jailer and told them to release paul and silas what's interesting is that the doors to the prison had been opened they had found favor with the prison guard because they had just saved him and his whole family but yet they stayed in jail the because it, it says the next when it was daylight so they stayed in that place and when it was day when it was daylight the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the orders release those men hmm so the people who had ordered them to be confined, 
then sent a word for them to be released. Made an order for them to be released. Verse 36 says, The jailer told Paul, The magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave, go in peace. So they could have left. Again, they could have left. The the magistrates (laughs) have given them an order that they're released. Verse 37 though says, But Paul said to the officers, they beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens. I thought they said they were Jews. I thought they tried to confine them to that place because they were Jews. Because they were mistreating the the Roman people. But Paul is now making the record straight. And he says, no, wait, hold up. You put me in confinement, and now you're just telling me to go. Now you're just telling me I'm free. Now you're sending me a word to be released. That's not how this works. Because you were wrong. You were out of order. Let me continue reading what Paul said. Paul said to the officers, they beat us publicly without a trial. Even though we are Roman citizens and threw us into prison. So they beat us publicly, numero uno, wrong, without a trial. It wasn't even fair. They didn't even try to hear my our stance. Wrong. Even though we are Roman citizens. They tried to charge us for mistreating the Roman citizens, but we are Roman citizens. And threw us into prison. So they were wrong on a number of different accounts. And now they're just trying to release us silently? What? Let me, oh, wait, let me keep reading what Paul said. Let me just read the word. <laughs> so Paul said, they beat us publicly without a trial. Even though we are Roman citizens and threw us into prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No. Let them come themselves and escort us out. Paul said, wait a second now. Wait a second. You can find me. unjustly and publicly and now you're trying to quietly release me no come and get me come yourself and get me out of this prison Verse 38 says, the officers reported this to the magistrates. And when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. 
they came to appease them and escort them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. Then they left. So listen. The, magistrate, the magistrates, the ones who had ordered them to prison, received word back from Paul. They realized that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. They realized just how out of order they were. And the word says they were alarmed. So they came themselves to release them. And the word says that they didn't just come to release them. They came to appease them. They came to appease them and escort them out. That's the NIV version. The NLT version, the New Living Translation, it says they came and apologized to them. Then brought them out and begged them to leave the city. What I want to point out is that They tried to release Paul and Silas quietly. But Paul and Silas commanded for them to be released personally for their mistreatment they tried to release them quietly from a distance by sending a word but Paul and Silas said no sir after everything y'all have done y'all come and get me the magistrates got up went to where they were and released them personally the magistrates realized that they were one of them and they became fearful for what they had done so they acknowledged them they acknowledge their wrong apologized and escorted them out Paul and Silas when they were released out the word says that they then returned to the home of Lydia, which is where they were before they got put in this predicament. 
So they picked up where they left off. And they continued doing what they were doing beforehand. They encourage and strengthen the people. In the faith. Then it says they left the town. They then went on to their next place of purpose. They then went on to what was Next for them in their call. God is going to release you. Okay. And he's going to make people address the wrong they have done to you. He's going to make your enemies release you. People are going to see you correctly. People are going to be remorseful and honestly fearful not to make it right with you. Okay? They're going to acknowledge their wrong and apologize and release you from the confinement you've been in. You're going to be able to continue living as you were before. You're going to be able to continue to operate in your purpose as you were before. And ensure things are solidified. You're going to be able to move forward into the next phase in your journey. Okay? God is allowing people to release you. Hmm. The thing is that You've already been released. Because God had already opened the doors to that prison. God had already allowed them to exit. God had already, you know, given them the opportunity to leave God had opened the door for them to be released Mm. but God is now making people do their part in your release God is now making people do what is necessary on their end so you're released as you should be. People are going to acknowledge their wrong. People 
people are going to get up and come to come and get you. They may have tried to acknowledge their wrong from a distance, but now people are going to put in efforts to acknowledge their wrong and appease you. People are going to apologize to you for the wrong they've done. And they're going to help you be escorted out of the place of confinement you have wrongly been put in. God is going to make people do what's necessary on their end for you to be released in the bondage you've been in because of them. Okay? God is releasing people and he's restoring them to places they were once in. Okay? God is releasing people from places of confinement, unfair treatment, obscurity, temporary or wrong people, places, and things so that they can return to places that they were called to and so that they can continue doing what they were called to do. And then move forward into their next place within their call. Okay? A release is happening and it's happening now. So expect people to be freed. Expect yourself to be freed. Expect a return and restoration. Because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Okay? And we know that he, Jesus, only leads to life and life more abundantly. So people are being set free and they're being led into life in life more abundantly. Expect a release. Expect a return. Expect restoration to new life. The best life. Life in Christ and his purpose and his will for your life. That's the life that Paul and Silas returned to. They were still tending to their purpose and their call from Christ in that confined place. But when they were released, they were released to new life. They were released to, you know, returning to operating in their purpose and call from the Lord in freedom. Okay. 
So expect a release from confinement, unfair treatment, wrong people, places, and things. Though, you know, that place of bondage was purposeful. Just know now you're going to continue to fulfill your purpose and freedom and in his perfect will for your life and others. Okay? You're being released. And God is making those that have wronged you escort you to your release. Appeasement, apologies, acknowledgement is coming. And your release is going to lead to restoration. A return to places and people you've been called to. So you can continue to do what you've been called to do. for his glory okay so i love you all and jesus does too if you enjoy daily encouragement from the heart of god feel free to subscribe to this channel we're switching things up a little bit i'm going to share the daily encouragement on the podcast i'm not sure if i'm going to continue sharing it on youtube but i will continue doing other teaching series on youtube so make sure you subscribe to that uh my youtube channel as well Make sure you subscribe to the Kendra podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Kendra on YouTube. And, um, yeah, I look forward to speaking with y'all next time, okay? So until then, know you're being released. It's happening now. And it's going to lead to return and restoration. to new life. In Christ. Okay? So I also want to encourage you to continue to reflect on this word with the Lord. Take any questions, comments, concerns, anything that comes to your heart to him and let him continue to unpack the message to you so that y'all can commune and he can bring clarity to anything um, regarding this message to you personally. And I also want to go ahead and pray into the word. So God, I just thank you so much for your message today. I thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much for releasing us, God. I thank you for releasing us from all bondage. I thank you for releasing us from places of confinement. Thank you for releasing us from places of unfair treatment. Thank you for releasing us from places of wrong people, places, and things. God, I just thank you for a complete and total release that we didn't necessarily deserve, God. 
thank you for releasing us and i thank you for what the release is going to lead to lord let us continue to do what we've been called to do in a place of freedom and i just pray you continue to get all the glory where we're headed god help us to return to places we're supposed to be and help us to um, return to the people we're supposed to return to god so let there be a return and i just pray that the restoration intended comes forth as well lord and i just pray all these things and i pray we also continue to move forward into what's next in our purpose in our call from you lord so i just thank you for doing all these things i thank you um for what it's going to lead to which is your glory so let souls be saved renewed restored healed through us <laughs> through what you do through us god and um again may you get all the glory in jesus name amen so you guys i just I just look forward to all God is doing. Um, I look forward to hearing of y'all's release and what comes about from it. I know it's going to not only positively affect you, but it's going to positively affect many others. Okay, so just continue to be you continue to uh, praise and pray and praise God and know He's moving on your behalf in more ways than one, okay? You're getting ready to be escorted out personally so that you can return and be restored and continue to move forward into what's next for you. Oh, and I also wanted to extend an invitation of salvation to anyone who's not saved. If you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you have to do is confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And Scripture says that you will be saved. Okay? So, I'm going to go ahead and pray according to Romans 10 and 9. And... Um, you can feel free to pray along with me and it will be so you'll be saved. Okay. So God, I just thank you so much. Thank you so much for making a way for me to be in relationship with you forevermore. I confess Jesus as Lord. I believe that you raised him from the dead. And I just ask that you personally make him Lord of my life, God. Forgive me for all the sins I've committed and continue to lead me in the way that you want me to go. I thank you for making this possible. Thank you for saving my soul, God. And thank you for everything else that you have in store for me. Thank you for the abundant life that you've granted me through Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that he's Lord and Savior, he's your Lord and Savior, then it is so you are saved, eternal salvation. And as you continue to tend to your relationship with God, he will continue to lead you forward into the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have. Okay, so congratulations is if today is your day of salvation, if you recommitted your life to Christ, congratulations, all of heaven rejoices and so do I. Best decision, honestly, 
honestly, ever. So, yeah, congratulations. You've been released from darkness. And you've been transferred into his beautiful light, to new life in Christ. All right? And for everyone else, for everyone, know that your time of release has come. You've been released. Expect. Expect it. Expect return. Expect restoration. Expect to experience life again. Free. In him. To do what he's called you to do. For his glory. Alright. Till next time. Bye.